Hey y'all, it's Lauren. And it's Emma. And we're back with another episode of Community. Happy April, Emma. How are you doing? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fine. I, I don't even know. I feel like I'm out of words. I mean, I'm fine. I, I don't know. <laughs> did, did they make words for like an ongoing pandemic? Like what did they say during the 1918 flu pandemic about how they were doing? I don't know, but you look great. So thanks. So do you. I think we're both getting really good at the lounge wear. Listen, look. I cannot tell you how many sets I have acquired <laughs> over the past <laughs> few months. Like I'm like very into pajama sets, <laughs> like lounge pajama sets and socks. I get cold easily, so I wear a lot of Girl, socks. Girl, socks are where it's at. Socks are where it's at. I love socks. Like, anyway, I can go on and on about socks, but. I mean, right now I'm wearing, like, it's the only pair I own that are, like, cashmere blend socks. Girl. Incredible. What well, I mean, like, what a luxury, honestly. I mean, I've had them for, like, a couple of years. Um, and, again, they're blend. We're not, this is, like, nothing. This is, like, things you can get at, like, you know, your typical store. But, um. Anyway, <laughs> socks. That's where we're at. We're having deep conversations about socks. Deep as hell, too. I love it. No, I love it. It's been, you know, it's been good, though. It's, spring is here. Almost. We're, like, in that weird in-between, though, where it, like, wants to be warm, but it's not quite. It's like that 50s weather. It's like a York. constant letdown. I feel like I'll go out <laughs> I mean, I didn't mean it like in a negative way, but like just like in a hopeful way. Like it's you, you're like, oh, it's 57. Okay, Sunny, yes, all right. And then you'll go out there, and then it's just like a gust of wind, and you're like, I am really cold. That has happened so many times, and I'm like, I'm underdressed. So then I start wearing more, and then it's like, you got, and it's sunnier than you thought, and then it's hot, and then you have the mask, and I was just, I can't get it right. I just can't get it's it right. Fine, it's good. At least it's not snowing. It's better than the winter. Winter was rough. so rough, but, but it's good. Well, what else has been going on? I mean, where where are we now in our in our pandemic experience? What what phase is this? So for me, this is the in between vaccines phase, mm-hmm. meaning that I had my first vaccination and I'm getting my second vaccination this week, actually, which is like a very weird one. Which is like obviously super grateful to get the first one, and I'm not totally finished. So it's almost like the way the weather is where it's like, it's not quite warm, Mm -hmm. but it's getting there. And it's like a, it's like a tease Mm -hmm. a little bit. That's how I feel about this vaccine. Cause I'm like, not as worried, but I can't really like, like, I mean, not like I'm trying to go crazy or anything. Once I get the second, I'm still going to like, but I would maybe feel more comfortable doing right. more things. So I feel like I've been in a holding pattern for like weeks now in a way that's just like, I would like to get to the next phase. Right. How about you? Yeah, similar. I had my first vaccination, I guess it was two weeks ago now. It took me out. Here's the thing. A lot of people, you know, are saying like it hit them different ways. I'm very much a person that, like, if I don't feel good, I'm not doing anything regardless because I don't feel good. And I really didn't feel good. But I also don't know how much of it was, like, me actually feeling things 
or and me just like like at one point I thought I was having hot flashes like it felt like Mm -hmm. I just felt like like a tingling coming from like the top of my body to the bottom of my body and I got like a really bad headache and then I just slept it off and it was fine but anyway still worth it totally fine after like a day I was fine um but I have my next vaccination next week um yeah is it next no Mm -hmm. Not next week, but the week after next. Um, and um, okay. so looking forward to it. I will say, though, I um, had a girlfriend come over last weekend and, you know, have an outdoor area where we could, were able to, like, you know, be out there and feel relatively safe. And it was kind of crazy because I felt like it was the first time, even though I've had, like, friends, you know, come over, we've hung out, even, in, even indoors with, like, masks and stuff. But, like, it was the first time that, like, it was warm enough to be outside for a long time. I didn't have a mask on. I felt safe. Like we were still, you know, you know, six feet. We were both like on different chairs and stuff. But like, it was like the first time that I hung out with a friend in a long time where like, I wasn't really thinking about COVID. And it just felt, yeah. I, I didn't realize it until after the fact. I was just like, that was a really good hang for like a number of reasons. But I was like, one of the many reasons was that like, I wasn't thinking about COVID. Like we were just outdoors, yeah. you know, the 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 chance of, chance of transmission outdoors is like like little to none, depending on your situation, obviously. But like how we did it, it was great. Like we were sitting farther apart, like the weather was great. We were enjoying ourselves and like it just felt so nice not to have to like put my mask on and put my shield on or like all this, you know, all this stuff. I was just like, wow, okay. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I'm like half vaccinated. So there's like a little bit of protection there too. So Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just, I don't know. It was like one of those moments where I was like, okay, I needed that more than I, I really realized I did. Yeah, absolutely. It, I, I can't wait for that. Like, it'll be so nice to talk about things that are not COVID oh my God. and to think about things that are not, excuse me, COVID. Like, I, I just like the mental space it opens up is incredible. It's incredible. And it's it's crazy how you like, obviously, we're very much still in the pandemic, you know, we're very much still dealing with the fallout from everything. But it feels nice to reach a phase where you're just not like, am I gonna catch something? Am I gonna give it to somebody? And listen, nothing is 100%. I'm not sitting here saying like, oh, the vaccine is the end, I'll be all like, whatever. Of course. Yeah. However, like all the factors of like, the temperature is warmer, so we can be outside the whole time, you know, we can, you know, take our masks off, we can talk about something other than like, hey, you know, let me sit far apart like whatever it's just on so many levels it was just so needed like so anyway yeah for sure and it's wild to think that like we didn't even know if we were gonna have a vaccine Mm -hmm. like a year ago they were just like we might never find a vaccine for this (laughs) like and we all were like oh all like i you know and then now here we are so yeah um it's great. Yeah. I mean, science, man. It's great. And I think, you know, it's also like, a th- uh, I don't know. It's almost also like, a. am almost grateful in a weird way. I'm almost grateful for like the like half vaccination period because it's like a mm-hmm. nice transition of like, because like I already know I'm not ready to just like jump in the middle of a whole bunch of crowds or whatever. Like I'm just I won't be there for a while. Yeah. I mean, even the CDC says we shouldn't be doing that. But just like in theory, like yeah. you know, in theory, even if it's like outdoors, <laughs> like 50 people, and it's like fine technically. Like I'm still just like not there yet. So it is kind of nice to be like, okay, I can like have a girlfriend over. We can do our thing. 
not have to worry about really transmission because like we're just outside like sitting on different chairs (laughs) you know I mean when I I came over to your outdoor space like in the fall but like or no it wasn't even the fall it was like late winter it was on a day when it was like okay Mm -hmm. to be outside and like we wore our masks like you had a face Mm -hmm. shield and like I had a mask on and we were outside like that's how we were operating Mm -hmm. at the time because it was like we I mean we knew it was low risk, mm-hmm. but it was still like we wanted no risk. Mm-hmm. Like we were just, and, and we were barely even doing anything to begin yeah. with. So the odds <laughs> that either of us even had right, it was like, right. very low. I mean, it could happen, right. but like low odds. Um, yeah. But it's nice. It's nice. Yeah, I'm just sure. grateful. I'm really grateful. People feel how they feel about the vaccines, like whatever. But as for me in my house, I'm very grateful. <laughs> so I am too. And like, please, people do your research. That's all we ask. Just please. Like, and I don't mean do your research, like, so you can think exactly the way I do or anybody else does. But just, like, before we're talking about things that someone said or that you read, like, what is your so- – we've talked about this all. Like, who are you finding this out from? What is your source? Did it happen to them? Even if it's anecdotal, right. like, is it? A, did it actually happen to the person or is it, like, your friend's friend's brother's cousin mm-hmm. who, like, by the time it's gotten to you is, like, you know, a, just a different story. And it's not because people are making things up, but, like, that's literally how telling people things work. That's how rumors start, yep. you know? And, yeah, that's all. I, that's all I would just say is, like, just make sure you know what your sources are, whether it's anecdotal or it's the news or whatever before you're, like telling other people because it you know we just need to be working with real information to, and it's okay if we all then make different decisions based on real information yep but just make sure it's real information <laughs> is all that's the thing i don't need every here's the thing i know people who you know friends family whatever who are like ah, i'm just gonna wait i want to do some more research because i don't know enough about it that's fine it's the issue i take up is like when we're just like oh well, did you hear this or somebody said this or somebody i know works at the hospital said this and it's just kind of like I've been encouraging people, no matter where you are on the spectrum, do your research even outside of COVID, right? And what I mean by that is like, maybe do a little bit of digging into like the like history of vaccines in the US, you know, like just the, the general processes of it, because it's going to be so helpful for you to have that foundational knowledge that when you do hear those anecdotal stories and when you do hear, he said, she said, you know, in your gut that you have that foundation to like, know what to do with that information that you're hearing, Mm -hmm. you know? So you're not just like taking it, absorbing it, like randomly trying to process something that you're not even really sure about what the actual like general process is and how to relate it to COVID, you know? Um, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? So I've, I've just, again, I'm not trying to tell people to do with their bodies, your body, your choice, 110%. However, make informed decisions outside of Facebook, Instagram, and he said, she said. That's all I'm saying. For sure. I mean, I will. So one of the things that I did is that, you know, I had heard about, like, back in the day, there was... um an issue with like the polio vaccine that like some kids had died because of a bad vaccine, but that's what I knew bad vaccine, which like, what does that mean? 
So actually before, which I had signed up to get this vaccine, but like that had, for whatever reason, that's something I heard like forever ago Mm -hmm. and it always stuck in the back of my head. So I was like, let me just like look at, like, let me just see what this is because whatever. Lauren, it turns out I was imagining in my head that like there was some bad ingredient or like they did the wrong thing. So like I'm imagining, oh my God, could that happen with like, with this one? It turns out they just gave them polio by accident. (laughs) It's not, but it's like, it's like that's by bad vaccine. What they meant was Mm -hmm. they were supposed to give them like the dead, you know, they give you like in those, like in the flu, they give you, they basically give you a tiny bit of the thing. So you build the antibodies, but they messed up and they gave them, they actually gave them polio. So like, that's the version of it getting, that's the bad vaccine, Mm -hmm. quote unquote. It wasn't a vaccine. They just get, and so, and that was a long time ago. And, you know, I looked it up and that weirdly made me feel better because I was like, what happened wasn't that the vaccine was a problem. It's that they actually gave them the thing that they were trying to prevent them from getting. And like, if you think about, I mean, I'm certainly no polio expert, (laughs) but like people just got polio and kids just died or like Mm -hmm. they, they're, they, um, they got paralysis and there was nothing they could do until they got a vaccine. And like, it just, it, it, for me, it helped me kind of solidify a little bit that, you know, I was like, people took it then and they didn't know Mm -hmm. they didn't polio happened. They were dealing with it. A vaccine came and people were like, took the vaccine and that's what it was because kids were just dying from it. And, um, I don't know. So weirdly for me, I thought that might make me a little more hesitant and it actually made me feel like, oh, okay, now that I have this information, I actually feel more like informed. And for me, it made me feel more confident in my decision. I'm not saying that's the case for everyone with what they're looking up. It might make them have more questions in which case you keep researching and reading and whatever. But Anyway, no, that's my little anecdote. Well, but I think that's so interesting, though, because in a different life or in a different path, if you would have chosen to be like, oh, well, I know back in, you know, whatever, whatever year there was like instances of bad vaccines. And then you tell somebody else, Mm -hmm. well, girl, you know, it was bad vaccines or polio. Then that like then it's just like in that moment, you decided to kind of stop the train and say, "Okay, let's pull over for a second. What what does Mm -hmm. bad vaccines necessarily mean? Right. Um, right. Because in that case, it was just me. It wasn't even a vaccine. It was the damn disease. <laughs> right. Like, they just, how you just it? Whatever. But yeah, like, <laughs> I know, I know it's, I, yeah, but, but like, it made me think about even recently when they, um, they had like that bad vat batch of Johnson and yeah. Johnson before they paused mm-hmm. it. And people were like, Ooh, and I was like, um, mm-hmm. I'm hyped that they have QA. Like, the fact that they caught this actually makes me feel I'm not talking about the blood clot issue. Right. I'm talking about the um when they were like they did something like they're checking yeah. it. And like that actually makes me feel, you know, I'm not saying, oh my God, it's a hundred percent, everything's great, but I'm just saying like the fact that people are checking and they're doing quality assurance on these things, like it sucks that fifteen million doses were yeah. ruined. Maybe I mean, who knows? Now it's on pause, like all of those things. But like I felt better about the fact that they're checking it because they should be. I mean, they should be making sure that these things are good. You know? Right. No, a hundred percent, a thousand percent. And yeah, it's like, if I would rather know that they're catching this shit, cause it's, this is the thing. Yeah. Okay. Here's okay. 
I'm not making excuses for anyone with vaccines. I'm not trying to like sway anybody. I'm just, this is purely my opinion and how my brain works, right? So professionally, for the past eight years plus, I have always been in positions where I'm literally just building stuff from the ground up. Everything I do is new, right? So the way I naturally operate is when something is new, I expect shit to go wrong. It's just Mm -hmm. an expectation of mine. Anything, whether it's at work, whether it's a project, whether it's a relationship, like whatever it is, like if it's new, I just, because I'm just like, if it's new, like that's just the law, you know? And so when it came to COVID, I think my mind, or the COVID vaccine, I think my mind kind of already expected to hear about. I mean, obviously I'm not saying like, oh, well, I was expecting to hear all these bad batches and people getting blood clots. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like, Like fundamentally, when I hear of like, oh, well, actually, let's pull back for a second and reassess is because like that is just a territory that comes with something being new, you know, and I and I think, you know, we've been in a space, you know, from a societal standpoint where, you know, things are technically new, like we've had like new developments and things like that. But in terms of like, like human health and like, you know, science advancement of this scale, we haven't really seen it before. So it's always, it's already going to have that like natural hesitancy that people are already going to have like that natural hesitancy and then put on the scale of like this, then it's going to just like kind of run away quickly. But I don't know, I'm just rambling, but I said all that to say, like, it's just good to have different perspectives. And, And in this case, like, I know like the the pausing and things like that scared people a little bit or like, oh my God, it's bad. But if you look at it from a different angle of like, this is all new, it's kind of expected. Yeah. (laughs) It has to be. I mean, there's always going to be unknowns. And I don't mean to downplay, like if you're a person who has a a side effect or an impact, like it's big. It's the same thing we've said about COVID. Because this is what people say about COVID that you and I used to talk about being really frustrated by. People be like, well, the percentage is such and such. And so it's really not a big thing. And it's like, that's true. And if you're the person, it's a big deal. Like, of course, if you get, if you're hospitalized or you die of COVID, it doesn't matter what the percentage is. Right. So I'm not trying to poo poo it or put, put down that like, oh, if it's a small amount, but it is just the, 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 the big view fact is that there are going to be unexpected things that they did not know, just like they didn't know this was going to happen. They didn't, you know, they're, they're doing their best. And I'm, you know, I, I also feel, I know there are, there's definitely a line of thought around like, you know, if the percentage of people getting blood clots is so low, we shouldn't stop because the advantages of the facts, but whatever. But to be honest, if I found out in six months, that there were young women between 24 to 48 dying of blood clots yep. and they didn't tell us, yep. I'd be very upset Yeah, because you should let people make informed decisions about their health and what you know. It's the same way. Like they do tell us when women go on birth control, they tell you there is mm-hmm. a chance of blood clots and they tell you what the chance is. And like, may, of course, now I'm like, so we go revisit that the fact that this birth control is causing all these blood clots. Okay. So so anyway, my point is, is, is I'm agreeing with you. There are going to be things, but I feel it seems like they are running as quickly in real time as they can. And that this is how science works. The last thing I'll say, cause this has just been bothering me. <laughs> Please. I've been on that this Speak. week. I've been Speak. on that this week. The last thing I'll say, <laughs> that's, that's been a theme of mine this week and it's only Monday. Um, <laughs> 
Um, the last thing I'll say about that is I have to just call out how annoyed I've been <laughs> with like seeing people talking about, oh, well, you want to be their lab rats and whatever. I just want to say to anyone listening, I'm not shading you or shading your family or friends, but the reality of it is we are all, if you have a phone, if you have an Android or an iPhone, baby, I hate to tell you, you've been a lab rat for the past five, six years. If you have an Instagram account, you are being a lab rat. If you literally open your computer, if you have a computer, if you have internet access, if you go to google.com, if, 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 you've been a quote unquote lab rat. Girl, you've been, so, you've been on an antidepressant before? You've been on an anxiety medication? You've been to a site, like literally anything. Where do you think they get data from? You are, we're all lab rats. So I'm not saying that you're wrong in thinking like, oh, well, this is like a test, but let's just call a spade a spade and just be on the same page that we're all in this together, honey. Because you may not be a, a quote unquote lab rat with the vaccine, but you're a lab rat with that phone. You're a lab rat with that IG account, Snapchat, TikTok, all those other things too. So let's just keep it a buck. Okay. That's all I wanted to say. That's the last yeah, thing I wanted to say. That's the perfect place to close on this topic. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. All right, y'all, we're back. And, you know, after we just got done taking you through our vaccine journeys, <laughs> um, you know, this week we just thought we would just kind of check in with each other and just think about um, or, or talk about rather just where we are just in our daily processes, as we mentioned and kind of alluded to before. It seems like the tide is turning a bit, I guess, maybe kind of in a way. Um, but how are we still, you know, balancing everything, knowing that, um, you know, we're very much still in, in a very iffy situation. So I don't know, just checking in with each other and just kind of talking through what we've been feeling and in, in hopes that maybe you can relate a little bit and feel some kind of, um, I don't know, some kind of affirmation there. Well, it just feels like this year plus just like won't stop. Like it feels like a very relentless time whether or not you're like materially doing okay the emotional and psychological relentlessness of this year is just a lot there's obviously like so many different things going on in our society which is like weird because so much shut down for a while you know what i mean like you'd think I mean, even things that slowed down, like mass shootings have picked back up again. We obviously have like both. I mean, so the thing that I would say this with both mass shootings and with police violence, which is that we have high profile and low profile, which is an insane thing. The fact that we have so yeah. much violence on both both ends of uh, I'm sorry, on both topics that we have low profile instances of that where people go like, did you know, like with the, when we had the, mo the, it's actually not at this point, it's not even the most recent mass shooting, but the shooting in Colorado and people were, a lot of the news outlets were going, there's been X number of mass shootings. And I was like, I haven't heard of some of these shootings because they're low profile mass shootings, which is how did we get here? Like, how are we living in a country in a time where we have low profile mass shootings? And the same thing with police killings, you know, that, that yeah. there are instances where the names are not as, as, um, uh, mainstream, I guess, or yeah. I don't even know what the right way to, to say that is of like, yeah. you know, and, and you learn about it 
way after the fact, not because people locally don't know about it, but because there's so much attention on one or two of them that there's like, you know, I was reading something that um, there's only been three days in 2021 where we haven't had uh, mass shootings. And there's only been and since the Derek Chauvin trial started, three people a day have been killed by police. Right. And so. I, I, there are surely people who know all of those folks' names, and there are surely people who know about all the shootings, but I would assume that most people do not, right? And that's because it is right. so common and it is happening so often. We can't even yeah. keep up with the pace of violence. And so it's, yeah. I feel like that I've been feeling that a lot too, of, of course, like the, the individualness of all of that, right? That there are individuals and their families and our communities that are impacted and also just like the scale of the violence that is happening um, and consistency, the scale and consistency feels very, I don't know that it ever doesn't feel heavy, but for whatever, it just does right. feel heavy now too. Yeah. Yeah. That, that heaviness is definitely uh, something that's, that's there. And, you know, it, it's something that we've been, oh, word, I don't even know. I guess we've just gotten used to a custom condition. I don't even know what the word is really, but um, we've just gotten so used to kind of living in this state of, you know, like, oh, damn, that happened again. Oh, that happened again. And honestly, I can, especially over the past like year, few months to a year, it's kind of manifested itself. Like, I feel like police violence specifically against black people in the U S has always been something that's been in my head just because I had the conversations when I was young. Like I've talked about it before on the podcast. Like one of the reasons, one of the many reasons I love living in New York city is because I don't have to drive and it takes like some of that anxiety away. Like there are some counties in Texas specifically around like Houston and the woodlands and Harris County and Shenandoah Anybody listening in, in Houston and around, you already know what the Shenandoah police be doing. So it's just like, it's like all of these things that were kind of always there. Um, and no shade to anybody who works in Shenandoah and they're not doing the most, but the reality of it is like, y'all all know what I'm talking about if, we, if you know what I'm talking about. Um, so the reality of it is, is that like these fears and like, understandings of what the system has done and, and will continue to do have always been there. But now that they're just like on such a grander scale, which it's great, but it also continues to add to the anxiety. Like I, you know, I think of, you know, my brother, my cousins, you know, my father, you know, like my sister, my mom, like I, I just think of everyone, uncles, like in my family could be the next people. And it's just like, I'm really supposed to get up every day and like log in and do this and do that when that's like a cloud hanging over my head plus the pandemic plus 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 um so yeah just that piece of you saying like it's really heavy it's like yeah it's it's a, a big old boulder you know yeah and then like you said the idea that you're supposed to like circle back on emails about <laughs> you know like it's hard like, even if you care about the work that you do, I don't mean you specifically, but even if anyone, ca you know, cares about the work that they do, it's very hard to feel, it's hard to feel like whatever you're doing is contributing to making things 
making the world like a better, you know, I don't want to sound like, you know, Mr. Rogers, but like making the world better than it is right now when like what we consistently mm-hmm. keep seeing is that things are getting, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't want to say like everything's getting worse, you know, like in some like fatalistic way, but like things are not great. Like things are, no. things are not great right now. Um, and you know, there's, it, there are like challenges on all fronts. Like there are a lot of different things and people and groups that are under attack kind of consistently. And um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't have a boat yeah. boat or wrap on that one. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And I think, you know, what I find myself running into, it's just like the constant balance of, acknowledging because the thing is I don't want to ignore because I feel like when you ignore that's when things start going to the back burner and then we find ourselves in the same cycle right but I I find myself in the balance of like paying attention and being present but then also like being dedicated to like finding my joy because the reality of it is like if I don't have that joy to hold on to if I don't have those moments to just like be and, and not have to worry about the worries of the world if not for a few hours, if not for a day, a week, whatever, then nothing's going to get done and no progress is going to get made on any fronts. Um, but yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's like the balance of like, oh, I mean, like I, w- I just talked about th- this past weekend. Like it was, it's crazy. Like after the fact, I was like, oh, I had fun. Right. It was like weird. It was weird. Like it yeah. was like 10 straight hours that like I wasn't really on my phone. I was just like in conversation, enjoying the time, sipping on some wine, mm-hmm. like eating some good food, enjoying the mood and and, and like feeling the vibe. And I, I feel like it's been so long since I've given myself permission to do that. Yeah. But it was in those moments that I was like, oh, no, like you have to do it so you can come back feeling refreshed and feeling like you're ready to go and um, to be present. Right. So, yeah, it's just I don't know. It's just like it's like a mind fuck. And it's- it's also reminders of like what you fight what why we're pushing right it's like because Mm -hmm. i'm not saying that like we're like pushing so specifically you can like sit outside but like the idea is that we're we're you're pushing in your fight you collective you are pushing and fighting Mm -hmm. so that like everyone can like have joy and like have you Mm -hmm. know what i mean and not constantly be fighting oppression and like and mm-hmm. fight it like like everyone is we're constantly combating things and obviously some people are, are feeling that more than others in terms of how it impacts their everyday life you know and yeah and I just want to say before when I was saying you know oh it you know a lot of different groups are under um kind of attack I I wasn't trying to pull from like the violence um that black and brown people are feeling from police and trying to be like oh a lot of people are I was from what was right. in my head, I was thinking about all the like transgender bills that are happening and which obviously just intersects with like violence. Like we, there are yeah. multiple, um, you know, trans women of color who have been killed this year. So I was more thinking like there's just a lot of kind of fronts to fight it on. But I just wanted to make sure that I, I wasn't trying to, to say like, no, let's not focus there it's everyone, you know, I, I was thinking more of the intersections of all the different like yeah. things that are happening right now and like how they, they're all interconnected, right? That like you can't, you kind of have to, to push against all of them at the same time to, to hopefully, you know, uh, just 
they're just like pushing on all fronts literally all fronts it's like it's just like goddamn. it's also like and this is just obviously i don't speak i don't disclaimer in case you didn't know i don't speak for all black women in america but <laughs> noted <laughs> not a model not the same you know? <laughs> just listen you never know i mean listen we we get new new listeners all the time so i just want to you know make that, that caveat there but i think you know Personally, for me, like, there's also this constant battle that I feel or struggle that I, I wouldn't call it a struggle, but I would say more, more so of a battle of, like, knowing that when I show, literally when I show up anywhere, when I show up, and that when I say show up, I mean online, on my social media, at work, um, you know, in different um, um, extracurricular things that I'm a part of and, and programs and stuff that I support, like, no matter where I show up, like I know what I represent and who I represent. And so there's also that piece of like, I know that right. I know that anytime, you know, in history is good to, to be able to kind of, you know, be, be there and be present and, and make your space known and, and like not basically take no shit and make sure that you're standing up for yourself. But I also know like in this moment, it is essential, right? Because like, you know, I've talked about it before, but you know, professionally extracurricular wise like I do find myself in spaces where black people just are not it's just black people are just not in those spaces and so when I'm in those spaces I feel I have a responsibility not even I feel I have a responsibility I do have a responsibility and again not everybody may feel like that I'm not gonna tell any black person in America how to feel okay but for me you know I, I there is a responsibility there so it's like not only can I not just focus on the task at hand, whether it be, you know, a project I'm working with at work, or maybe it's like a, um, a program, one of the programs that I support outside of work or project, whatever, Instagram, whatever it is. There's also like this other layer of like, okay, how am I showing up? Should I speak up? What was that? Like, let me check that. Actually, you're, that was like really fucked up. <laughs> and I'm going to call you out because I don't want the next person to be in this situation and maybe not feel as empowered or as okay as I am to speak up in this moment. So it's just like all of these different layers and all of these different angles. And it's just like, it's just so hard to like, just enjoy myself, <laughs> you know? Like, it's just, I don't know. It's just like a whole thing. Um, yeah, I don't even know where I was going with that, but just talking about the effects of everything, it's just like a whole thing. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that. Um... I think it's, it's, it's something that I think, I hope people's attention have been brought to just the pressure that is put on black people and people of color in spaces that are predominantly white, but even multiracial to like constantly be a representative and that like, you know, I think hearing from you, which again, you don't, like you said, you don't represent all black right, people, right. Like whatever, but just like up someone's experience being like, this is what it feels like to have to do that all the time. Um, I just appreciate that you, that you shared that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, you know, people are not saying I'm just like the spokesperson, but you know, everyone, I, I also recognize that everyone isn't, they aren't in positions to be able to speak as freely or to be as open because, you know, they're at risk of losing their job or maybe they don't, they're not surrounded by people who, you know, are, are able to up, uplift them and stuff. And, 
that's almost the reason for me why I feel like I have to <laughs> even more, you know, because, you know, I know that not everybody's on the on, in the same place. Um, and yeah. And then like just but then like also all of this in the pandemic. Right. right. <laughs> and like, how do I, you know, I got to get the vaccine, but what does my schedule look like? And, you know, all of this crazy stuff. And um, I think what's been helping, though, is it is it's like seems so simple. And it is simple. Well, the concept is simple, but like execution, not so much of just like listening to my mm-hmm. body, listening to my spirit, listening to my mind. When I'm done, like when my mind is is done for the day, my mind is done for the day. Right. If if I can't answer emails, I just can't answer emails. I just have to wait. If I can't answer texts, I just, I just can't answer. If I can't answer the phone, I just can't answer. If I just want to sit there and watch Love After Lockup reruns or whatever, then that's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Side note, those of you who watch Love After Lockup, like, come on, is it not the best show? Um, and, <laughs> but you know what I mean? But like, yeah, it's, um, I don't know, I feel like I've been talking a lot, but yeah, it's it's the whole, it's a dues bucket. It's a bucket. That's a new one. <laughs> I don't know. How have you been like balancing just everything? <laughs> um... So I think that for me, what has been working in terms of like, how am I addressing the things that are happening in the world and like what I can do? Because to be honest, there are days where it just, it, it, cause all of the issues are so big. Like they're very, they're yeah. in some ways they're very simple, right? Like, like it, it, at their core, they're really simple to me and very clear, but in terms of how they play out, they're very nuanced and complicated, right? Because the systems that they exist in are probably on purpose, really complicated. So you can't like pull them apart easily. Right. And like dismantle what's not working. So sometimes that just feels really big. Like how could I possibly as an individual person change this? And that's, that's the trick though, right? Like that's how they Mm -hmm. get you is like, Mm -hmm. then people are like, well, I can't. So like, whatever but that's why they always say like right the, the power of the people is like it, when you get yeah. together with other people that's where the power is and that's where change can happen and so to me one of the things that has both helped with <clears throat> excuse me staying accountable on that is working with groups that are organizing and it speaks mm-hmm. to the piece of like there's joy in that too right because you're you're working with people toward ideally like a better future and a a different world than the one that we have now so there's joy in that and like meet you know you meet new people and like it should be there should be fun and exciting things about that right Right. um and it's like what you were saying like on the night when you're like cool i need to just like chill and watch the tv you know there are other people doing it and you know there's going to be a night where they need to sit and watch tv and you're going to do the work like it's a lot of like that's Mm -hmm. how you get it done i think i mean i'm certainly no like organizing guru master like at all i'm i'm in the learning phases of all of these but i think that that's one of the advantages of doing it with other people also because you literally can't do it by yourself like that is just not a thing like you can't nope. you can't it, it's nope. not possible so um nope. I mean you can be a leader like there are leaders but they have to have followers I saw I heard a great thing where somebody was like 
a leader without followers is just a person on a walk. <laughs> uh, and I was like, well, that's uh, yep. so um where's the lie I though? Mean. Right. And then also just like the times where I'm feeling like on a personal level, like I don't want to talk to anybody for like extended yeah. periods of time. I make myself reach out to people because I'm like that. Like, it's one thing to have a night or two where you're like, I need to just check out. But if it starts being, like, a couple days, I'm like, oh, okay, you need to just, like, check in with people. Because that's, you know, that's when it gets, you don't want to get that insular. Um, Mm -hmm. So, things like that. Like, I just try to, like, psych myself. Also, I know you do this, too, but physical exercise. I know it's it's such a, like whatever like um i can't even think of what the word is like when people are like your physical exercise is just the best thing for your mental I health know. but it's true it can it can be even if it's a walk Girl. it doesn't matter what it is but but also because connecting with your body like you were saying you listen to your body and what you need that's a way to just connect with your body so I, it doesn't matter what it is it can be mm-hmm. restorative yoga where you're laying on the floor like it, it doesn't have to mm-hmm. be like you know fucking high intensity like workout but just, right. just connecting with it your body. It can just be like stretching. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter. So. Yeah. Yeah. Those are real. Those are real. I also think like, but again, I say this realizing that everybody's like in different like work situations, home situations, life situations. But kind of like standing up for yourself. I don't mean like calling people out or anything as in like I'm standing up for myself. But like truly standing up for yourself, right? And what I mean by that is like, if you wake up one day and you're just like, I feel horrible. Like, I feel like I can't take anything on. My mind is messed up. I just got some bad news about my family or I have this like really big appointment or maybe I have a vaccine appointment and I'm feeling like anxiety about it and I can't focus or whatever. Like, stand up for yourself, and maybe check in with your manager and be like, hey, can, you know, is it all right if I start work at noon today? Or maybe your mom tries to call you just because y'all talk every week at, on Thursday nights or whatever. But it just happens to be Thursday and you're just like, I just can't. So can we change it to Friday? Like just like little things like that I found have helped me so much in being like, why am I pushing myself? Like not that I'm just like giving up on life for all my responsibilities just because unfortunately we live in a society where we like just like literally can't, but just like asking myself like stopping to think less about like what my obligations are and more about like what it feels like mm-hmm. I can accomplish right now or today or this week or whatever and being real with myself. Cause like naturally I want, naturally I would call myself like a, what do they call it on like job descriptions? Like mm-hmm. self-starter, blah, 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 blah. Like naturally I just want to get shit done. That's just, that's just the nature of who I am. Like, I just, I don't want to like let shit slip through the cracks. I don't want to fail. I'm a project manager by trade. Like that's just who I am. But this is also like a different world we're living in now. Right. And, and so it's like, you can't get everything done. The things that you could get done two years ago are not the same things you can get done now. And so like being okay with that and, Anyway, I'm just raising that for anyone who may be feeling like, oh, my God, well, I have all these things to do. Or maybe you're like, oh, maybe that's easy for you to say. I recognize people are in different situations. But just taking that one second to just even even if this even if like the step is 
considering if you can Mm -hmm. take a break right so like typically we're just go 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 we don't even consider it maybe you don't end up doing it or taking the break but maybe the step is like at least pausing to like check in with yourself to be like could I maybe I can't but that's even growth or like not even growth but that's like doing something for yourself in that moment as well yeah Um, I mean maybe it's like that like you're saying like changing your inner monologue or your inner voice right that's like or even the one that says like well why can't you like you should be able to do this this extracurricular Mm -hmm. thing you used to do why don't you have the energy for that you know like Mm -hmm. and kind of beating yourself up about it and it's like even if the step is like giving yourself grace because it's day like 400 whatever Mm -hmm. of of a once in a lifetime pandemic that we're living through like you know, you're doing pretty well. Like, we're all doing really well, all things considered. I mean, we're also working more. I mean, you know my my stance on that. Those of us who have the nine, quote unquote, nine to fives, where we just kind of log in and we work remotely, we're we're working more. Whether we realize it or not, we're Mm -hmm. we're working more. Um, Because there's just no way we'd be able to have the kind of, especially like if if you're in an external facing role, you already know you're working more because you're not able you, before you weren't able to have like meetings back to back to back. Right. So there's just so many different layers. And, you know, I think um, there's a lot of ways to kind of, you know, help manage everything. But um, at the end of the day, like, I think it's good to remember that we're all doing the best that we can. Truly. And I do think at some point when we look back at this, like, you know, fingers crossed, like get over, like whatever the biggest time, this could be in five years, 10 years, like, I think people are going to be amazed at how much we actually did get done and function and probably be like, why was I so hard on myself about X or Y or Z? Because mm-hmm. we'll have a full picture. Like we just hit 3 million worldwide deaths from COVID this weekend, like 3 million people in a year, a little over a year. So like, you know, zoom out, like, whatever you are doing, whether that's literally getting up in the morning, having something to eat, putting on your TV, going to bed. Mm-hmm. That's a big accomplishment given yeah. just getting anything done is an accomplishment these days, I think. Literally anything. Because- anything. <laughs> like, small wins. Mm-hmm. I've been on this whole, like, small wins kick lately of, like, not focus, not even on some like, oh, change your mindset, no. positivity, but more so like, okay, like you said, like, let's zoom out. Let's see, like, okay, what was the goal? What were the steps that were taken to get to goal, to get to the goal? How was this in comparison with the last time you tried to make the goal? Like, really just kind of like taking into consideration all of the different like lenses and angles and, and considerations because yeah. um, we owe it to ourselves I, I'm sorry we owe it to ourselves especially if you listen to this podcast <laughs> like, I feel, you know I feel like you know there's a, a certain certain characteristics of people who actually enjoy listening to these podcasts my little my mantra um, like one of my mantras has been um, or I say I guess it's like an affirmation actually I don't really have mantras it's just small steps are also progress. Mm-hmm. I mean, even with us with the podcast, like you know, for we'll we'll put you we'll give y'all some little inside tea. 
like we've been really working super hard to like stay consistent, you know, regardless of just like all the different considerations. And because, you know, we really care about this community and we really want to make sure that, you know, we're bringing value and, and it's a crazy time. And we know that, you know, it's community is everything mm-hmm. right now, not community, but like T.Y., not TEA, um, you know, and so we've really been, you know, there have been times where it's like, crap, we had like all these goals and like maybe we only got halfway or maybe we only got like three quarters, three quarters of a way. But we've been really like leaning on each other to be like, we're good. This is like the most consistent we've probably ever been. So like we're good. And, you know, our engagement is good still. And we're still putting which means we're still putting things out there that people can relate to. So. Um, just giving you a little example that it's not just like us Mm-mm. talking out of our asses. We're literally trying to practice this every single day. And it's... um That's a really good example, too, because we also do give each other grace with it. We have things that we try to hold ourselves... That we do hold ourselves accountable to. We have certain goals. But I think that we do try to right. be honest with ourselves. Like, we, we both had our vaccines and had, like... You know, we both had some side effects and we just gave ourselves grace and we're like we're doing really well considering all of the things that are going on day by day day by day so you know we um as we mentioned we just wanted to really just talk through you know just kind of this new i guess i don't know tide this turning or just like new new feelings same situations new situations old feelings whatever obviously in addition to what we're feeling individually, there are also just kind of like fallouts and, and things that are, we're seeing happen um, outside of just like how it's in, how the pandemic is individually, individually, I can't even speak individually affecting us. So like we're seeing um, just different, we're gearing up for the mayoral race here in the city. Um, there are different things being signed into, into law. You touched on some of the the bills that are being put into place right now against um trans and LGBTQ communities. And so, you know, we're kind of seeing that, you know, yes, pandemic, yes, COVID, but then there are all these other like um, fallouts from that. And, and so we're going to continue to dig into those. Newsflash, um, your elected officials make a lot of decisions about the things that affect um, what is going on in society. So we think that's super important to be talking about and we're going to be diving in. Yeah. So hang in there, y'all. We're here with you, you know, and we're just looking forward you know, to another good couple of months diving in and and being there for each other. So yeah, until next time, y'all. Peace.